TTB Music Podcast. I don't know. Can you hear me? <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the early effects of Brexit. The sound has gone all the fuck. Can you hear me? <laughs> Does anybody know a uh, engineer that can come round and fix uh, some dodgy mics and two doddering? I've got a man that can fix your car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dodgery, dodgery old men. Yeah, um, there's quite a few here, isn't there? Yeah. Ourselves uh, included. Uh, yes, podcast, I, I think it's podcast seven. Yeah, I've lost count. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like I count. I know we're way behind. I wrote, so, I wrote, so, eight, so, 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 I wrote eight somewhere, but I think you're right, it could be seven. It could actually be seven. I know it's seven or eight. Anyway. I'm sure somebody out there. I know we didn't record two together last time, really. No, we didn't. Any jiggery no. croakers like that. No, we didn't. No, we didn't do um, that. Anyway, this time, Paul Weller, 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 uh, Orbital, uh, Christine and the Queens, Therapy, Carrie Underwood, and Paul Mecca McCartney. Uh, and it's not, we're not doing the Beatles, we're not doing the uh, White Album reissue with 75 billion outtakes and Can't afford stuff. it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, there is that as well. Yeah. Anyway, we can afford the, all these fine artists. So let's start with apparently the fourth solo album uh, from Mr. Wella, Wella, Wella. Modfather, Godfather. Mortgage my house for a Beatles record, Whatever his name is. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, true meanings, <laughs> Paul Weller, Pete. It, oh, it's me. Right, okay, true meaning. Um, <laughs> why do we have to start with Paul Weller? You know, I'm just going to come off sounding negative. What they going? Oh, Sound spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Well, you're, not like, you're not like gentle folk, you Weller. <laughs> Birth. I, d- I don't know, I, I, whenever... I, I don't know what it is. I, the man's never really offended me as such musically, but but I just have a bit of a no, block. Clearly he has. But, all right, maybe he has. I just have a bit of a block to Weller. I have a bit of a block to Weller because I think I, I think I sort of, I didn't, I didn't come musically of age, but I, I certainly was of a time when um, Wild Wild Wood and um, Wild Wild Wood. Um, you know, Wildwood. 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 Yeah, Wildwood. Yeah, you think, you think, I'm thinking of uh, Will, Smith. With Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. Wildwood. Wild Wild West. Wildwood. Wild Wild that Wild. crossover album they never made. Yeah, yeah. you know, that one. And uh, what was the one after it? Stanley... Stanley Road. Road. Stanley Road, Road. yeah. Stanley Road's all right. Stanley Road's a great record. But, but there, was a t- there was a period when it was just, oh, you got to love Weller, man. got to love Weller. got to love Weller. I'm just like, for me, Weller's always been... You know, wanting to leave Weller alone. Yeah, Weller alone. <laughs> hey! Anyway, so... So that that short period of the mid '90s aside, yeah, never really. Uh, oh, and the, the jam, obviously. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, these people that have these bands people before that, these people that had bands before bands, you know. Mm. Um, looking at you, Macca. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm just waffling now. Um, yeah, it was all. It was all right. I, I, I was not um, overly enamoured. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Let's start at the end of the album because the end of the album was actually positive. I thought the final third of the album actually came off really strong. So I, I went into this with my Weller resistance quite high. Yeah. Oh, so here we go again. Um, and again, whilst I think the album over as a whole was a little bit too long. Um, yes, I, actually, I may come back to that point uh, at least on one of the sure albums during this podcast. Um, I actually found that the final third 
was much stronger and actually much more enjoyable. Um, so I genuinely liked uh, Wishing Well. Um, I, I tried to get my head around Bowie, but I, I, I sort of did. And um, and um, other other tracks uh, enjoy, I enjoyed Mayfly, May, Mayfly, and um, and actually Castles was really jolly, I suppose. Yeah, I quite like old castles. Yeah, so, just generally. Just generally. <laughs> yeah. Generally, I like castles. <laughs> uh, so, National Trust, remember me? Yeah, Leeds and no, Leeds isn't actually in the National Trust or in Leeds. Um, so we digress. I actually, yeah, I actually ended up liking this album more than I anticipated. It was the long way round of getting to that point. Yeah, it's it, 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 yeah, it, it's um. I quite I, I, I quite I quite like it, but I kind of know where you're coming from. It, it it's almost um, so laid back. It's kind of horizontal at times. This yes. record, it is just kind of like you know acoustic guitar to the fore, stripped down, mm. very light orchestration, um, and there is because of the, because of that, and because there aren't any peaks and troughs. Particularly, no. It's very. It is very on a level. Yeah, one yeah. note. Um, yeah. Which for a record that lasts almost an hour can cause you to drift mm. occasionally. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> however, that is not to say I think you've drawn out the fact that it's not to say that there aren't good tracks and good songs on on the album. It's just that taken as an album and. It, in its entirety, you, you you do find it dragging a bit and thinking, "Oh, is this still on?" Or uh, and uh, <laughs> are we still on the same track? She's never waiting. Yeah, and also, uh, uh, but but it it seems very heartfelt, personal, kind of reflective, yeah. lyrically, and yeah. stuff like that. And I quite like, uh, Philip, I quite like the first couple of tracks, uh, "Soul Searchers Glide" and "Mayfly," which you uh, I like Mayfly alluded to. Yeah, and then as you as you say, it kind of wavers a bit and comes back strong towards towards the end. I had this really weird thing, and this is probably something that. I'm not sure Paul Weller would appreciate or not, or maybe he would. Who knows? Um, but there was definitely uh, moments when I was listening, kind of mid out, mid to late al album, particularly the second listen through, when I was thinking, is it wrong that I'm sat here thinking it wouldn't take much tweaking for me to actually hear Michael Bublé doing a couple of these <laughs> tracks? And I mean that in yeah. the nicest possible yes, way, not 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 in yeah. a Neg negative to either Mr. Bublé or Mr. Weller, but there yeah. were so, some of the tracks are thinking with the orchestration coming in, thinking actually I could see the Bublé coming in and just with a little tweaking, yeah. kind of nailing some of this material and making its own. Um, but that's just a you know a strange thing. Um, apparently, the song called Bowie was written the day after Bowie died, by all accounts. But if that adds anything to the adds nothing. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the return of uh, uh, Orbital. Um, ninth studio album, and uh, you always kind of worry. Well, you, you, I always kind of worry when bands get back together, especially, <laughs> especially when they're brothers. There comes a time in life when you worry. Yeah, yeah. About such things. You think, yeah. oh no, leave it, leave it. So when they're related it's and all that, as well, it, it's just. Mm. <laughs> and so, so part of me was thinking, oh, all to back. I'm, I'm, I was. Both really excited and really apprehensive about this record, uh, but yeah, with the opening couple of bars of the title track, which mm. is the first track, I thought, "Oh, we're back. This is fine. No need to panic, Scott. Big, orb big typical orbital song. Mm. Yeah, this is all right." Um, and overall, 
that that continues. Um, you've got nine nine tracks. I'd say of nine tracks, three tracks for me are big tick classic. Yeah, love them orbital songs. So the opening track, tiny foldable cities, and very deep within. Mm. Really, ones that kind of just yes. make the album worthwhile for yes. me. Yeah. Um, clearly, I hated Club Banger, Four to the Floor, Hoo Hoo Ha Ha. <laughs> At least to the point where I found myself humming it down the street the other day, uh, and I was thinking, "What is that? Oh my! Oh, no, it's the, oh, it's the dancey thing yeah. on the yeah." Um, Fuck is another dancey type. Um, that's PHUK people. Yeah, uh, uh, another of the more dancey numbers. But what I liked about that particular track is I liked it when the, when the, when it kind of stops, yeah, and then it kind of starts with a kind of atmospheric bit. Kind yeah. of keyboardy oh, bit, and then classic orbital before going back into yeah. the dancey beat. So I really, really liked that. Um, you know, it's it's not quite them firing all, all, on all cylinders at their creative best. Mm. And can I just say, now we have reached that point where I don't want to hear fucking Brian Cox <laughs> on another fucking record by anybody ever. Seriously, we I've reached peak, peak Brian Cox. Cox. <laughs> Seriously, people, stop it now. Um, but I think there's more pleasure than non-pleasure to be had from the album. And I think generally there's enough on here to satisfy fans and possibly non-fans alike. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel very similar about this album, actually. I, I liked it overall. You can tell I liked it overall because I've barely written any notes. <laughs> I just put yes, a, it's orbital. <laughs> I put a tick next to the tracks I like. I actually liked "Hoo Hoo Ha Ha." Well, apparently, I, apparently, so did I because I, I said that. I said it. It obviously got under my head because I found myself humming it, it in the street. It's trumpet synths and it's samba rhythm, which is brilliant. The dystopia of the raid, yeah, which went into the sort of Resna Ross territory at times. I thought, yeah. Fork, classic, um, very deep within. You've obviously mentioned. I, on the first listening, I didn't mind. There will come a time with him off D Ream, but um, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a, a one listen. Yeah, yeah. Please, please stop. Please stop using him off D Ream. Okay, yeah, because it's not. Cause it's not short. No, it's not short. And actually, it's it, like him talking it, for like two and a half minutes. It made me slightly depressed as well. Because <laughs> the, the very nature of the topic. Yes. As Scott has a fit trying to capture a fly flying past in the room. I thought you were dancing. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the sort of the um, the sort of existential angst of, of, of there will come a time. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought I found it. I found it. Oh, now I feel a bit bummed. Uh, so yeah. there we go. So yeah, let's not do let's not do that again. But the rest of it's great. Yeah, it's you know I was pleasantly. Happy. I guess. I guess Brian Cox now gets the, the Stephen Hawking's gigs. When it he comes does. To, yeah. When it comes to as far as I can like tell, this. this is yeah. 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 By five, the pre, you know, ten years ago, this would have been Hawking on an Orbital album. But the kind of monotone of it is pretty much the same. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> Different person, same crap. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, uh, it's science. Yeah. <laughs> moving on to. Uh, uh, Christine and the Queens second album from um, Eloise Letizier I think her name is uh, well obviously bon oui or non 
<laughs> and that's all the French I'm doing, so <laughs> you'll, be, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be pleased, that's it. Brexit means Brexit. Yeah. Um, com ça. It's half film. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> therapy. Uh, no, sorry. Um, so, actually, in all seriousness, um, opening track, com ci, um, yeah. had a shade of Heim to it. I've, I I thought there was quite quite a lot of Heim yeah, going on. Quite a lot of Heim, but Heim put through some sort of 80s soul funk blender. Yeah. Uh, which, which we think where Heim starts, what that ridiculous sentence that was I just said. Um, but th- I think the album then cuts into a, a real dive into sort of French 80s funk and soul. I mean, Girlfriend in particular, yep. really, really like that, actually. Um, doesn't matter. Had uh, had a lyric. God is a, a, a God. In, God is a woman on the town. Well, it didn't actually say that, but it was a track. Yes, it alluded to God being a woman yes, on the does. town, which I actually found quite hilarious. Um, so lyrically, I, I, I like that one. It as the album progresses, it perhaps leaves the sort of eighties soul behind and sort of moves more in a nineties soul direction. Um, and uh, I really like the Stranger. I think that's oh, the end, yeah. Yeah, probably my favourite track um, off the album, which I, I really liked. Um, overall, thought it could have been punchier. Uh, it could have been shorter. <laughs> um, yes. And, and hadn't veered too far from the sort of the, the, the template which it started out with. Uh, so again, as with other yeah. albums, you know, capacity to just sound a little bit samey uh, midway through. Uh, and yes, I did fall into the trap of listening to the French version <laughs> immediately after yeah. the English version. <laughs> to be fair, the English version is half French anyway, so... Yeah, it is. Like, this sounds familiar, <laughs> he said on track three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'll start with the, I'm going to start with the, the length bit, because I think you're mm. right there. Um my my main criticism of this album would would be that then actually actually in that sense I started thinking about the 1975 album that we reviewed mm. last mm. was it last year maybe maybe the yeah, it was last year maybe um, year before and this album had that thing going on where, where there was quite a lot on it that I really liked and stuff but but the album was not ruined as such but. There was some detraction from it from the fact that it reached a point when I'm thinking it's finished now, right? Yeah. And yeah. And then it hadn't finished, and no. it's, it's still going on. You think, oh, see, I'd have preferred it if we just stopped by now because I'm starting to, as you say, it's whilst it is, uh, I suppose you could argue quintessential, quintessential 2018 pop, as in blending the cold R&B thing yep. and pure pop and all the kind of tropes that you hear in a mm. lot of modern music it does it very very well and very very stylish, stylishly in a way that within the songs themselves I don't think it ever gets boring um, and it's interesting because I think she's one of the, the wise artists where at least for me instinctively part, part, of, part of me just wanted to not like and hate because you know even off the back of the first album critics were kind of like almost fawning all over her saying you know Greatest thing to come out of France ever, bloody bloody blah blah. Hello, that's a parody. <laughs> uh, you know, um, Johnny Halliday. Uh, <laughs> but to be fair, the critics are essentially right. She is clearly a very, 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 yeah. very talented very. and genuinely interesting and inventive yeah. um, 
artist in the true sense of the word because you get the feeling that the the Chris and the Christine of Christine the Queens is a, a kind of character she's taken on rather than the the Eloise Letizier who who's who she actually is yeah. um, and I think it's, I think what it is is uh, a good pop record um, good modern pop record I say I and come see this the start right, I love that I love the walker doesn't matter mm. I quite like the um, Goya Soda as well has that kind of um, yeah. choral kind of uh, vocal thing going on it's really really, really, really light um, similarly The Stranger I really thought was a great, great, great track as well um, so I went from thinking this was an okay album to, to being a pretty good album this afternoon as it was the final thing I listened to before the podcast oh, okay. so and it was a classic third listen job as well. Ah, okay. um, and I okay. went, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, this is. But the length thing, definitely. Even though I think it's only forty-five minutes, it feels. It, 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 yeah, it, there is something about it that makes it feel longer for some mm. strange reason. I'm not sure why. Um, same thing can't be said for the therapy album, which is literally half an hour. Mm. Uh, the fifteenth studio album from uh, Ireland's no, Northern Ireland's finest. Um, the return of uh, Andy Cairns and Cope, and uh, fifteen albums in, they're pretty much still doing their th- therapy thing. Really, um, if you've ever heard a therapy al- album before in your life, or even heard a therapy song in your life, I think what you hear here is pretty much what you would expect. Really, it's a typical tried and tested formula of paracords, loud pul- pulsing drums, jagged grungy guitar parts. Um, I have to commit, admit on first run through I found it a bit underwhelming um, although to be fair to them I think that possibly might have been because a couple of weeks before um, I re-listened to the Trouble and Gum album again um, which I happen to think is still one of the finest albums of any genre released in the 90s um, so I was probably comparing this album to that which is <laughs> Somewhat unfair, Somewhat unfair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah. like very. Mm. Um, so I left it for a week and came back to it. And after a couple more listens to it, you know, it's it's it started to get a bit more fun. And you know, I started to think oh, actually, some of this, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a classic. There I say it. It's a classic CTTB solid album. Yeah. Um, really like Callow. Um, uh, success, uh, no sunshine towards the end as well. I thought it was a re- really, really great song. Uh, obviously, it's not Trouble and Gum or indeed Infernal Love, which followed Trouble and Gum. Um, but then again, you know, why should they be criticised for not making an app? Uh, I feel sorry for bands like this. The bands like this. If you, if you're a band, worst thing as a band is it must be if you don't make an album that people think is classic. And the next worst thing must be if you make an album that people think is classic. But you made it a really long time ago, <laughs> and then it's, it becomes a kind of like stone around your neck yeah, yeah, yeah. from that point yeah, on. Because yeah, yeah, people can go, well, people stop talking about Please. fucking that yeah. album, and you're thinking, yeah, yeah. But on the bright side, if you hadn't had that album, you, still, you probably wouldn't be together anymore. Yeah. So swings around about. Um, so for me, it's half an hour of <laughs> solid, reasonably enjoyable rock music. Likewise, uh, this woke me up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the album I was listening to beforehand. Yeah, let me tell you. 
I was poor Weller. Uh, I was going to say, m- most of these, I would have thought this was really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so this one, yeah. Um, blistering and fast-paced, great energy. Uh, really like the four openers. Opening tracks, especially yeah. Callow. Yeah, uh, like and, and the sort of latter, latter, most not even the latter half of the album. Um, success. Success is survival. It is. Yeah, yeah, so I really like that as well. Um, but no, nothing really much more to add, except to say... Um, I'm a few, for, for me, this is a great therapy album. There you go. Moving on. Moving on to purely moving on to country music because that's where you go from. That we go to uh, which album is the sixth album from <laughs> Carrie Underwood, um, uh, who was one of the original winners on. I was say pop idol, not the, the American version. American Idol. American Idol. X Factor. No, I think American Idol. I think she like American Idol. Second winner or first winner? Or uh, okay. Uh, anyway, managed to carve out a career for herself, making lots of money. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is like this is her sixth, sixth album, okay. uh, mostly co-written by herself. Clearly, with other people. That's, other uh, that's oh, yeah. way co-writing works, apparently. That is. Yeah. So, were you? Are we crying pretty, or are we just crying? It's more more songs. From the classic, come taste the band Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> We've not had one of these for a while. <laughs> no, but it's true. We haven't. This is very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, it's, it's, it's all right. Um, it, it, it is. It is what it is. It's um, it's classic country uh, American singer songwriter co-writer. Um, really likes. You know, some more songs about um, drinking, of course, and cheating, and shooting. more drinking than shooting, or well, not shooting, I guess, maybe. And going down south, but not the English one, the American one. Yeah, um, you know. So yeah, that really, you know, yeah, it's it's fun, it's fun times. You know, again, um, really like spinning bottles. I really like spinning bottles. Um, oh, spinning bottles, yeah. Yeah, I really like that actually. It was t- towards the end of the album, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Cry Pretty um, and Backsliding uh, Southbound talking about going to South that was just hilarious because that was just about like kids and some not so young kids just yes. getting uh, cranked up on pills and booze and yeah. spring break <laughs> Yeah, which I, I believe is a holiday in the United States I believe so yes. yeah. um, and Drinking Alone Misery Loves Company yeah classic classic Country drinking song. Yeah, country drinking. Why am I drinking alone? We, we could be drinking alone together, that sort of thing. True. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't quite... Um, it, it, the, end of the, the end of the album really tailed off for me. The last couple of tracks wasn't such a fan of. Um, Love Wins. Uh, sort of real sort of new country anthem. If a little grand. So yeah, bizarrely that I wrote great example of modern classic country pop. Ah, see, so didn't like it. But other than that, all good. 8 out of 10. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's it's it's, it, it's a very polished record. Yeah, I think that's why I knock a point off. Which I, which I, was thinking, yeah. I think I think is both both a good and bad thing, mm. uh, bizarrely, because um, it it does sound great, but I think some of the quality of the songs perhaps get lost in the kind of sheen of that kind of. Production, 
big production. Um, so some of it does feel like um, country by numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, a bit too polished. I like my country to be a bit rough. However, saying that, Cry Pretty, which is the opening track, is arguably country by numbers, yeah. but it's still a bloody good song. It sounds good, though. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's, you know, I think. Um, my, I think my favourite my favorite track on the album is actually probably The the Bullet, which is a kind of anti-guns um, kind of song, which starts off kind of old-school, kind of acoustic-y, and then mm. uh, picks up a really, really like that. Um, I like yeah. I thought it was interesting that you have that bit in the uh, middle with um, that song we used to make love to, um, and there's one other. Is it um, end up with you? Where it clearly goes all a bit kind of R and B. Yeah, modern R and B. So it's, it's going to the uh, hey, let's let's have a crossover hit mm. with some kind of. Of that kind of stuff, which didn't really work for me. It felt a bit fake. Yeah, it dates um, it as well. Um, doing that sort of thing. Yeah, um, and you know, maybe she wanted to do that kind of stuff, or maybe she didn't. I don't know. But it, it's mm. it detracted from the record for me. Um, yeah. So I wasn't really buy, buying it at that point. But yeah, it's a solid country record. I think, as you said, it's it's you know, it's she's clearly a, an artist who knows what she's what she's doing, and it's. All right. We shall no doubt return to the Heartbreak Hotel, which is uh, yes. CCTV music. Speaking of artists who know what they're doing, um, so, uh, therapy have trouble gum hanging over them. Thankfully, Paul doesn't have such issues. <laughs> um, because he didn't make that album. No. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and thankfully, he's roped in our mate Greg, you know, Greg Kirsten, you know, who produced the Church's album and then produced, and produced the Foo Fighters album and also done Sia and Adele and all that. Yeah, yeah. Got him in to, to produce his album so make him sound incredible. Right. Um, seems to have worked. Yeah. Um, I actually quite like this record. This is the first this is the first Bacardi record I've liked for a long time. Oh, okay. um, How long? Well, well, no. How long? I take it back. Okay, I'll clarify this. I take, take it back. Yeah. And also, it depends on what, how, how we're describing a McCartney album. Because obviously, we, we, we reviewed the uh, Fireman album. Yes. And we both like that. Yes. Um, but that's. That's not really. That, a, that's not really. That's a, a, yeah. That's um, a thing. Um, itself. Yeah. The album's too long. Yes. Before you get before you even get to kind of added on tracks and shit like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's. That I will say uh, before we get into any, anything, anything else. It's too long. Could have cut out three or four songs quite, yeah. quite, quite, easy, qu so. quite easily and made it a much tighter record. Yeah. And then I'd be raving about it rather than yeah. saying I quite, quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah, go on. Really like, really like the opening track. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I say opening track. Opening tracks, I suppose. Um, um, classic Macca, really. You know, unfettered, honest kind of pop music um, I like the fact that the album is reasonably varied whilst all being very much you know ticking the Mac boxes you know pure pop piano by numbers song um, Macca peace song mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, classic shift in tempo and tone song um Classic, 
Hey, I'm going to try and nab some Ed Sheeran fans song. Classic. What the fuck's this song doing on the album song? Mm. Um, so the album kind of went on. Like I thought, oh, yeah, I'm actually quite enjoying this more than I thought. So I particularly like the opening five tracks. Obviously, you is where he obviously tries to go Ed Sheeran. Um, then there's a few bits where I'm going to go, hmm. Then we get to back in Brazil, and I'm seriously starting to go, what the... Um, I then do it now and seize the rock and despite repeated warnings and the hunt you down naked sea link kind of stuff again kind of brought me back brought me back in and that kind of appealed to me so good start mm. suspect middle reasonably good ending yeah is my yeah, two cents worth I, I okay I mean it's, it's a Paul McCartney album and it's a fairly good one um, for me um, it lacks the uh, John Lennon <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too, too soon. Uh, for me. So you just paused. Sorry, you just, you, just, you just left the door open. I just couldn't resist. Oh, dear. It, 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 for me, it lacks the creative tightness. Of John Lennon. Of John. <laughs> Stop it. Of, um, now, when you think back to, me, um, to Memory Almost Full. See, that, this, this is the album I, that yeah. I would go back to. Uh, from then to here, yeah, this is the best this is album. Where you since, yeah, I think that's that's a fair point because because I, I wasn't su- such a fan of new either. Um, no, yeah, that was a bit sort of hit and miss. I couldn't um, name a single track of that album. No, I can't now. I mean, I couldn't at the time, and I certainly can't now. Um, so, memory almost full for me, brilliant. Then you have to go all the way back to something like Flaming Pie. So it seems yeah. that every ten years or so, he gets close to re- releasing a great album. Uh, so this is a really good album. I just think it lacks some of that tightness that. That, that, that memory almost full had, hmm. um, and, and again and again I think it's it's Paul McCartney in the studio. I mean, it's probably a very hard man to say no to, really. And I think true. And I, I think when he works with really good producers, you get that that tightness that that sort of now Paul. I don't think that's such a good idea. And I think that's where the album falls down because yes, it is a little bit too long. Yes, it includes that track that shouldn't really be on the album. Yes, it, it does this and it does that. And you think, oh, you know, it's classic Macca, the sort of you know, a bit, a little bit frayed around the edges. Um, but yeah, opening really well. Um, come on to me and who cares? Classic Macca rockers. Absolutely. Um, happy with you is his Blackbird for this album, um, or his lovely Linda, where he talks about his domestic bliss. There's yes. nothing we like more than listening to Paul McCartney going about how happy he is. Doesn't need to smoke weed anymore. No, he, do, he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, um, Confidant is sweet. I thought, you know, actually, I did like that a lot. Um, People want peace. I could have done without. I think it's meant to appeal to a certain Beatle nerd like me. Yeah. But I just couldn't help but thinking of John <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and I think it's a, a deliberate nod, but still. Um, and the album should have really ended with Do It Now in terms of length I, I agree with some of the things you said particularly yeah. around the, the, the montage the montage the um, you know melody at the end you know with um, Hunt You Down etc um, yeah uh, I, I yeah, I agree with what you're saying there but maybe it should have just, just sort of ended around track 11 or 12 for you yeah I just thought it was lyrically and musically below him I thought he came across as a dirty old man and I know he keeps doing this. He keeps doing it in interviews as well. He just wants to sound edgy. Yeah. Or, or, or sick, as my nephew. Happy birthday. 
would say. Um, it, it's just your birthday is called Happy Birthday. No, my nephew is today is his seventeenth oh. birthday. He uses words like sick. It means cool, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I know you're listening, Jacob. <laughs> 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 happy birthday. Doesn't <laughs> even know I do a podcast. And anyway, we do. Like, what are you doing that for? Um, so happy birthday, Jacob. If you, if you ever do find this on the internet somewhere. Um, so, but that aside. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> digress there. Um, yeah, he just wants to sound sick, and he just it just comes off like Macca sounding just a little bit like your uncle at a party. You don't want that, do you, Jacob? No. No. <laughs> like I said, that's why I just sit where that started. Like, oh, yeah. uh, and it's and Ed it's Sheeran so, fans. So Ed Sheeran. Songs for you. This one's for Ed Sheeran fans. It's like, you don't need to sound like Ed Sheeran. You're both in McCartney. I should say I have nothing against Ed Sheeran. Ed no, Sheeran's no, 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 fine. Wish him all the best and but seems like a genuine bloke and he yeah. pays his taxes Gary um, he has lovely ginger hair and he has lovely ginger hair um, so yeah I, I just thought that was just beneath him but and that kind of put me off and the more I thought about the album the more annoyed I get and then I was reminded and you reminded me earlier about the white album re-release it's 139 quid how am I supposed to afford that <laughs> I don't know that's Santa how, how am I supposed to afford this because <laughs> this comes in some sort of double deluxe box thingy doodah what's it super deluxe edition no doubt probably thanks no Micah <laughs> I'll go on the internet yeah 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 no, it's, it's Spotify isn't it? anyway so yeah overall a solid macro album no no it's better than a solid macro yeah, album no, it's a it's good macro album but in my opinion it's not a great macro album not just just not quite so album of podcast like uh, you're on a desert island on a desert island with Paul you can only take one of them Paul McCartney's about to start singing a song again. So what do I reach for? <laughs> a rock. I've got another one here for you, Peter. Um, orbital. Yeah. Okay, done. Done. Uh, <laughs> Till next time, which might be next year. Who knows? Who knows? See ya.